Hello, and welcome to A Product of Proverbs. I am Joshua Fowler, the host of this podcast in which I sit down with my co-host and dad, Reverend Roy Fowler, to discuss life. We share wisdom using the book of Proverbs as our roadmap to how to live a happy and healthy and fulfilling life. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about giving. So giving and sharing of your time and talents and making the world a better place. With that being said, let's get into today's show. What's going on, Dad? Hey, Josh. Not much. How about you? Doing good. It's a nice day outside. It was in the 60s and the sun was out. It didn't feel like February, which which was nice. I know you probably didn't get outside much to enjoy it, but I had to top off the Jeep. I saw that. Just the front tops, yeah. not the whole tops. I had the, the front tops. I can't wait for this summer. That's one of the only things that's keeping me from trading it in is I want at least another summer with the doors off and the top off. and like, that's just the whole vibe. Only thing I hated last summer was um, my golf clubs. They didn't really fit in the trunk part, so I'd have to put them in the on the back seat, but like buckle them in. And if the doors was off, that just got tricky. But other than that, it's cool. Yeah, that is cool. So today's episode, I stated in the intro, is about giving. Uh, so just giving of your time, your talents, like giving to homeless, giving to people that need help, giving to friends, giving to family, giving to God, uh, just really using what you have to make everything around you better. So as with each episode, we're going to start off with a proverb. Today's proverb is coming from Proverbs 11 and 25. That states, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. When I hear that, that's very literal. Yeah, it is. Just tell you right up that if you're generous, you're going to prosper. Uh, if you help others, you're going to be helped. It's kind of like that law of sowing and reaping, you know. If you sow good things, you usually reap good things. And if you don't, you usually won't. So that's good. That's a good topic, giving, because truthfully, we wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for giving. Man was created to give. As a matter of fact, you are probably happier when you are giving. Even though that Bible verse say it's more blessed to give than to receive, we don't really know how to take that because we're thinking, wait a minute, it's pretty cool receiving. But I think what it means is because we were designed to be givers, and when we're giving, we are blessed and being blessed because we're kind of living out our uh, original design anyway. So this is a good topic you picked. Um, you mentioned even in, in your introduction, giving of time, giving of money, your resources to different people, helping people. And life would be pretty uh, awful if you didn't have people that looked out for other people and was willing to share. So I think, especially with the giving of time, talent, and money, to the word stewardship. Yes. Because you said that in the Bible study last week, and it was stewardship and how you manage, because we always immediately think money. Mm -hmm. Even when I said we're going to do a giving episode, you immediately think, okay, giving money, tithing, or donating to the homeless, or 
giving money to goodwill, uh, to charities. It's it's thinking giving of money, but you brought it more full circle with the stewardship with everything you can give. Where does that or where does that stewardship comes from? Where does the heart to give? Because there's a lot of people that just don't give and don't care to give and it doesn't hurt their conscience that they're not giving and that they're taking. I don't really believe that's the general rule. That might be the exception, but you know how that goes. It don't take but one or two to uh like the a squeaky wheel um, effect. So, but I think generally people are given, and you see that whenever crises happen, how people, everybody pour out and, and come up and, and do what they can to help out. Because uh, I think that's just naturally in people. But you do have those that's the exception and not the rule that don't give. But given we was, when you was talking, I was thinking about even in giving knowledge, that's giving when you're talking to people and sharing. That's giving as well, you know. Uh, information, you give it. So you're giving. People are probably giving when they're not thinking about it as giving. When you was talking, I was thinking about that. Like you sharing and giving on this podcast, people don't realize, and maybe some do, the amount of time you take in and to do this, but you're not doing it for you. You're doing it because we feel like we have wisdom, some information, some understanding that can help somebody. So that's giving. And stewardship, you mentioned that, and we're talking about that, is stewardship is managing something that belongs to someone else anyway. We're good stewards because we're not owners. A steward is really a manager. And I think a lot of people don't understand that and think they own, but we really don't own anything. Think about it. You come in, you don't know you're here, you leave, you don't know when you go. You come in with nothing, you leave out with nothing. The best thing you can leave while you're here is your wisdom and the effect of your living. you got to make a difference. You've got to leave something that somebody can remember and somebody can uh, grow from. We're definitely on borrowed time because you can see how quick you be gone looking at yes. all the recent tragedies and stuff. Eat here one day and gone tomorrow. If not the same day. Not for real. So yeah, giving of your talent. So for you out there, we like to um, do a little call to action. I don't think we've done a call to action in a few episodes, but let's take money out of the picture and just look at our time. Think of how you can give your time. You don't have to go to an animal shelter. You don't have to go spend hours at a homeless shelter or go but you can give your time to help someone else, whether it be a podcast, a YouTube channel, a, a motivational Instagram page, whatever you got to do, a blog. I have a lot of friends that, I mean, they do a blog and there are people that read that and that help them through. So it's like whatever you end up doing, use your time and then your talents because your talents are what you work with throughout that time. So if you're a writer, your blog, if you're a photographer, your images, if you're anything you do to make sure that it's more positive energy that you put it back out into the world. So in that stewardship, in the giving of time, talent, money, knowledge, as you said, make sure that you do it cheerfully and you do it with humility. You do it as someone that understands that you're on the receiving end every day. 
you might not know if someone else is giving their time to something that you get to enjoy. Someone else is sacrificing and giving their talents something you enjoy daily. So don't look down on somebody that you have to give to because there's someone always giving something to you. Yeah, and with your verse, the generous will prosper. And it's basically like some people give, and let's just circle back to money. They'll give thinking somebody's going to give them a whole bunch of money, but that's not the mindset that you should have. That's not really what it's talking about. It's talking about just in general. Uh, if you are a generous person, then it's going to be, it's going to come back to you some kind of way. We don't know exactly which way, but it's going to come back. Maybe just kind words from people, encouragement from people. And sometimes that's really all you need. There's a preacher friend of mine, and I've known him for 10, 15 years, I think, or probably more. But I know for the last seven years, I can count on 7.30 on Sunday morning, my alert going off on my phone because he sends an encouraging word to pastors every Sunday morning at 7.30. And he's done this week in and week out. And it really helps. Um, so he's giving in that way. So there are so many different ways that you can be a giving person. And I appreciate that from him. Um, he gets a high honor and, and respect because of that. And that's something that's worth having, honor and respect. That's, that's um, valuable. You know, not that you do things for that, because I'm sure that's not why he does it. He does it out of his heart because he wants to encourage. And you can look back over your life, and I can look back over my life and see where people have played a big part in how they gave. And giving is the sacrifice that they made to make me feel important or good or just to do something for me. And it makes a difference. But that's giving. And I can just look back, and there's so many examples of people that had given. And you know, sometimes the easiest thing to do is to give somebody a dollar or two. That's easy, because people would much rather, if you take up some money for somebody, they'd rather do that than go out and help them. However that works for you, but we are to be givers. And it's just in our hearts. It should be in us to do, because our Creator was a giver, and we're created in His image. And that's giving. And that's why you're happier when you're giving. I think there are a few key things from what you said, but the main thing being consistency. Your pastor friend that's been texting 7.30 every Sunday morning, that's consistent. That's real consistent for him to be 52 weeks a year. Don't miss a Sunday. Don't miss a Sunday. Really, you commend him because you realize the time. Time's our most valuable asset. And you realize, well, he's really taking his time to put together this word. He's really taking his time every Sunday morning to send this text, to type this text, to get this off. No matter if he wanted to sleep, he never sleeping in, you know, like every Sunday. Every, every Sunday, Sunday at 7.30, Don't miss. sends it out. Don't miss. So that, that consistency is what you need. Say this podcast, consistency every week. You know, like say if you're going to do your blog, if you're going to do whatever avenue you have to, to give back, make sure it's consistent, don't do it, and then stop. Because somebody that you're helping through giving this might be relying on that. They might be looking forward to that. They might be needing that. 
you just quit. You just gave up on it. You're not going to give anymore. You're not going to give your time anymore. Sometimes you can't, but also most of the time you can, you just don't want to. So if you start it, you got to finish it. You got to go through with it because you're, you're giving something to someone. You might not know it. You might think, oh man, I'm only getting 21 views on this YouTube video. Ain't nobody watching this, but some one of those 21 people that might actually be something that they look forward to and inspire them. Might not even inspire them today. It might be two years later when you got 21,000 people looking at it. That person was like, Hey, I saw them when I was one of 21 people. So that consistency it makes a difference, it makes a big impact. To slide it over to the money side, just because you kind of have to, outside of giving to charities and giving to maybe those in need there's a giving that we are to do to god there's a giving that we are to do to uh, the church whatever church you're a part of but the body of christ to further the spread of the word of christ and that tithing is the tenth uh, the ten percent that you're supposed to give or instructed to give in the bible and i don't know the specific verse where it talks about or talks on the tithes but there's a few verses that actually speaks about it and listed as such. Um, one that's very popular that people like to use is in the book of Malachi, the third chapter, which asks the question, will a man rob God? And he said, you say, wherever well, you rob me, it in tithes and offerings. And because of that, you are cursed with the curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. So he was talking to Israel and the fact that even the leaders had gotten so far away from God or in design that they wouldn't do what they were supposed to do. And this is one way that he uh, pointed out and identified that they were robbing him, and that's in tithes and offerings. And we know that tithes 10%. People like to question that uh, and say it's not New Testament, but Jesus talked talk to the Pharisees about them bragging about paying their tithes, and he mentioned to them, yeah, you should have done that, and not left the others undone. I think he mentioned love, mercy, and justice. But then you go back to Abraham, which was before the tithe. I mean, he was before the law, because they say tithe is under the law. Well, Abraham was before the law, and he gave um, 10%. And you read about that when he had taken the spoil, and he gave a tithe to Melchizedek who uh, was the priest of Salem, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so he tithed before the law, and Jesus mentioned tithing after the law. But it's a spirit of giving. I think the whole thing is just wanting to please God and not look for a way out. Um, as a matter of fact, on the New Testament, if you uh, really want to be honest about it, that tithing, the 10%, should kind of be the minimum of what we do because we do realize under stewardship that the 100% belongs to God and he entrusts us as stewards, as managers. And only thing we're saying when we do give 10% is that you're really saying thank you for trusting me with 90%. But still that 90% is not for you to do what you want to do. We ought to be obedient to following his will. And within that 90%, you give 10% to God, you give 10% to yourself, and then you use some of that other to give to others and help others. Yeah, I can definitely tell that 
when you tithe and do as you should and you're a good steward over your money, over your time, that you're blessed beyond measure. When you're doing right and you're giving what God asks of you to give, he gives you more and more to be able to give because that 10%, I can notice within my tithes that say 10% two years ago and 10% now, I give a lot more money now. I can notice that kind of life and the things I'm able to do go up as I'm giving. Those areas and times in which I wasn't giving tithes, I don't do my 10% as you should or as expected, you would notice quality of life kind of either staying stagnant or going down. You weren't being blessed. You weren't continuing to go up. But when you gave that, no matter how much it is, you give it cheerfully and you give it with a good spirit, like you said, a, a giving spirit with pure energy and the rest of your life kind of flows in the same direction. It's just positive when you're a giver and you're giving with the right mind and with the right heart. It's just a given that your life is going to be better. And you're going to be better. You're going to feel better because that's how you were designed. Let's just throw it out like on a birthday. People give gifts. People feel good giving gifts. On Christmas, if you exchange gifts, if you do that, that's a good feeling because you are giving. We are created to be givers. He even told us in your proverb that the generous giver is going to be blessed. And the blessing is not always something external and, and tangible that's given to you, but it could be that attitude and heart that you have, that feel good that you get, you know, that contentment that you have. And one other thing, I think when you are giving, that makes you less selfish. Because as you're giving, it maybe frees up that in you that would cause you to be selfish. It's hard to be selfish in giving. And you get such a joy out of giving that you are, it's kind of like, a, I don't want to say it, but it's, well, I better not. You can edit that out because I don't know what to just say. Just say that you get a given high. I know. High off giving. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Just say that you be smoking giving. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a feel good, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I ain't editing in that. They got to get that. <laughs> I'm, try I'm trying to keep it. I'm the pastor, so I'm trying to keep it. Uh, keep it there. I got to keep it there. Take it there. But it is. You feel good. Jesus said in Luke 6 and 38, and I like the way it reads in the New Living Translation, give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full. Press down, shaken together to make room for more. Running over and pour it into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Those are words of Jesus, you know, as related to giving. And that could be given not just your money or your time and your giftedness. You really bless people and you are blessed by people when you do that. Because I have people in my life that uh, poured into my life early on that I speak honor to them today every chance I get because I remember how they gave to me. And I'm not talking about they put money in my hand. Some might have done that too. But I'm talking about ability, talent taking the time to show me things, taking the time to explain things to me. Um, those things are valuable and very important. 
And when you're that type of a person, you're blessed. And then that life lives on after you're gone. I can think of uh, two just immediately, not counting just my father and my family like that, but an uncle that I had were two uncles. And when I was a little kid and growing up, they just poured into my life. And it makes a difference. And I give them credit for helping me to be where I am today, you know, because they were giving. And even though they're gone, their family's being blessed when I share it and, you know, when I speak it. um, And they're living on. Uh, Those things, they live on through you, you know, and you pass them on, they live on through somebody else. Giving is very important and it's natural and that's what we were designed to do. That's why the people that give live so well. The ones that give back, the hoarders, got a bad TV show. The people that's giving be on the Forbes list. You got to think most of the people on the Forbes list every year give a lot of money in charitable donations. A lot of money. A lot of time. They start foundations. Bill Gates, I mean, he only worked for Microsoft. Like, he's only on his path to clean water. And people like that. Who was this you were talking about? Bill Gates and that? Mm -hmm. There are so many people that are super wealthy. And that's what they're doing. And think about that. Maybe that's why they're super wealthy. Because that was their heart. And here we are holding what little bit we have in our hand and, and wrapping our arms around it, holding on to it. Well, We're not going to get any more than that because we won't do anything with it. One scripture comes to mind, uh, he that is faithful over little will be given much. So if we're not faithful over what little bit we have, we're not going to be given any more. I read a book a few years ago about that, and one of the examples they used was uh, Henry Ford and was talking about how much money he gave away. And honestly... He probably got to where he was because he would do that with his money. So he had that giving spirit, that giving heart. He was generous. So he was probably generous when he didn't have nothing. You know, he gave up his little. But as he kept going, God blessed him. And he became a big giver. And so many people, you mentioned Bill Gates, there are so many wealthy people that we, you know, we're thinking, wow, they're not even thinking like that. They're thinking about how they can help humanity. Giving. I think that's a good place for us to wrap this episode up on the giving episode. Not just your money, because we know how much you love that. That's probably the root of all the evil in your life. But <laughs> Don't let money be the root of all evil. Because the money is not the root of all evil. Money is just a tool. But the love of it, the Bible says, the love of money is the root of all evil. So don't love that money so much that you won't give and give that money to people, to charities, to religious organizations, to different places that can make the world a better place. But with that, we got our next episode in the book. As always, thank you, Dad, for your time. My pleasure. And the listeners, thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. And I guess I won't quit. Oh, yeah, I forgot you were supposed to be quitting at the beginning of this episode. (laughs) Also, um, we almost signed off without asking the number one rule. Um, Back up then and do it. No, we're just going to do it now. Share. Give this podcast. Give this knowledge 
Uh, we've given our time and our talents to put this together. If you enjoyed this or you feel someone could benefit from this message, feel free to share it on social media, send it via text, email it to someone. I've even emailed it to my CEO. He said he wanted to take a listen to it. So okay. it's like, uh, just get it out there and this positive energy will continue working and uh, we can take this as far as it'll go. So with that, another episode in the books.